Thanks for listening to Scrum Under Siege. My name's Jack. That's Doug over there. Hello! We're Scrum Masters and we dig it. And the topic for today is, should I use the data? Everyone wants to go find data. The teams that you're working on, and you're doing your work, there's all sorts of data points out there that you're creating, working on your product or your project. I mean, once you have tools like Jira, Rally, AHA, and several other ones, you have a gold mine of data. And those things can be used for your defects, bugs, any label that you have. You can literally track anything you could ever imagine. Big data. Big data. Giant data. So when we're talking about should you use the data, basically we're saying is, is, hey, you got all this data here. You want to use the data to affect positive change. Yeah, you want to use the data to help you. But there's a caveat to it. You want to use it when you really need it. So your team's working on stories that may not be relevant or product backlog items that may not be relevant or useful in terms of your overall product vision. So you might have to report on it. So if you're a product owner or if you're a development team member, you're looking at it and you're like, our sprint's taking up 80% of this work that we don't want to be working on. This isn't what we drive value to our customers. This is just keep the lights on, you know, kind of tedious stuff. It's good data. It's, it's good data. You should try to use it. You should try to tell a story with it. So you'd use that in order to paint a picture on what you could maybe strip away or maybe you can focus on fixing those mundane tasks to get rid of that and actually focus on what you want to work on. Um, maybe there's um, reasons why your stories are failing. Either they're failing and they're getting bounced back to dev or maybe you're just not getting those stories to done done. There's probably data in there that you can go after to figure that out, either in a retro or reporting or, or whatnot use that data to make it better. Yeah, and, and I think that goes into, like if you're talking about releases, so depending, depending on how far along you actually are, um, especially with DevOps, right, that, that changes the game a little bit, but what if you're in a little bit older school environment and you have to go through the RFC process still? You know, showing and highlighting what kind of a pain point that is can be helpful. Or an example, like production issues. So if you have a ton of production issues coming up, that also can be a a good point to make a conversation piece for the team, not necessarily for like leadership, but just in terms of like, hey, maybe you need to fix something, maybe we should unit test more, or some uh, team process that we should talk about in the retro should improve. And that's kind of the core behind it. And I think a lot of this should derive uh, things that can actually add value in the end. And I think the one thing they have to be careful of, though, is when you have so much data, you can literally use the data to pit it against a different team member and essentially, that's not what you want to do, because you could highlight, hey, this this seems like this team, either in like a, a different, it could be your compliance world or a cross team or whatnot, could could easily be pinned as the problem child, just because of the way that you can construe the data, and that's not necessarily something you want to do. I'd say try to stay away from it. On that note, I think, you know, once you have had data um, and used it effectively to get your change, and the change has been affected. You know, that goes into, like, our final point, stop reporting. Yep. So for an example, um, there was a team I was on where we were doing a lot of things that weren't adding value. Um, stories that were not what we wanted to concentrate on as a team, but we had, we had to do them. And we used some reporting in there to say, hey, look at, we're not on our value like we should be. And we reported on that to the point where, hey, we finally got the team going after the valuable stuff. 
and two, there was nothing to change anymore. We had solved our problem with the reporting. We stopped reporting on it. Nobody's asked for that report since. Why is that? I think because we solved our problem and now our team is focused on the stuff that it should be delivering on. So when, so when do you know that, that you're, you're okay to stop? I think it's okay to stop when you do your report or you look at your metrics and you say, hey, I've solved the problem. That's when it's okay to stop. Otherwise, all you're doing now is just reporting. It's overhead, right? You're probably trying to uh, find a spreadsheet or some chart to throw this data in that you're not going to use anymore because the problem's been solved. So you're saying when, when your spreadsheet and your graphs start to look like the matrix, you should probably stop. What is the matrix? Very complicated. Yeah. Can't get into this episode. <laughs> so I think other things are like you've, you've achieved at least the end goal here. And it's really easy to keep on reporting because you just want to say, yes, I have fixed it. Now I just got to verify that it's going to keep being fixed. And that's part of it, right? But don't give yourself the overhead. Just give it time. The retros will resurface it if that is a problem again. And most of the time, they don't come back because people are hyper aware of it. Um, in general, I'd say use it wisely. If it feels mundane and you're starting to get sick of it, then it's time to go. I think the recap of all of this is just, hey, there's all sorts of things a team can report on. There's all sorts of data out there. Um, use the data for good. <laughs> Not evil. Yes. Use it to fix something. Use it to add value. Don't just use it to use it. That's overhead. That's a waste. There's something better for you to do. Our next podcast in the metrics family of podcasts will be Velocity Schmelocity. Thanks for listening. You can find our podcast on LinkedIn, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Google Play, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and many other favorite podcast apps. Did you say Overcast? I did say Overcast. Okay, okay, just making sure. <laughs> so if there's any one that we didn't list, you probably have it on there. You know, I want to I want to give a shout out to Joe yep. and tell him no, the last developer that we referenced, Joe, was not you. You would never, never make a mistake, obviously. Too Sorry. talented. Yeah. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> Maybe we'll try to work you in on a different podcast. Yes. So please leave a review. All reviews appreciated. We'll definitely call you out for a review and try to make at least tweaks for the next episode. Yep. I think Zhang, didn't Zhang say he wanted better quality, audio yes. quality? This leaves us with another one. Zhang gave us feedback to fix our audio quality, which we've been working diligently on making it better. So hopefully you enjoy our future episodes where this continues to get better. We invested in a very popular microphone and we're actually using it correctly this time. So I hope you enjoy as much as we do. Yeah, thanks, Zang, for the feedback, and that's helpful. Appreciate it. This has been Scrum Under Siege with Doug and Jack. Talk at you later.